0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Gary Vee Audio Experience and before this episode starts, I just want to remind you to please leave your comments for today's episode in the Spotify Q&A section down below, but also tweet Gary your feedback at Gary Vee and let him know what you thought about today's episode.
1: This is the Gary V Audio Experience.
2: Thank you all for being here. Let's actually, uh, let's go backwards. Sorry, brother. Uh, yeah. let, let's go right into it. What can I answer for you?
0: So for us, um, in these smaller markets, the yes. DNC markets, the majority yes. of our customers are rural. Yes. Uh, they're in the country. I they know them. want to him. do this to be independent, get away from the utility company. Um, Fuck the man. All, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's been interesting for us because in those um, in, in those markets, it's it's easier easy for us to get in front of those individuals. We and and it's all about it's all about cost. So in this part of the country where we are, Arkansas, Missouri, Kansas, there's no save the world, go green. It's not like a Berkeley or a Seattle where they're doing totally this for understand. those reasons. It's one hundred percent. Will this save me money above and beyond staying with the utility company? And so um, for us, that's that's really what drives it. So as we move into the so by, areas and towns?
2: Or, or as the process plays out, I mean, you know, I don't know the business well enough. I assume once you put the panels on, you know, it's, it's hard to unwind and move to somebody else, you know? Sure. Um, but, but price, price is an incredible thing to play on. Sure. I built Wine Library on price. Right. Price is incredible to play on. I think the question you always have to ask yourself with price is, can somebody come along with bigger pockets And beat you on price. Mm -hmm. You know, where everybody, this is the reason Walmart destroyed Kmart and Bradley's and Caldor and those guys destroyed Woolworth's. And when you are in the price game, you only have a moment in time.
0: Right. That's right. So for us.
2: And to your point, if you want to expand, there'll be other creative pillars you'll have to play on.
0: That's exactly right. So as we try to get into, uh, not necessarily urban, but just into the neighborhoods themselves, like into town, right? solar adoption is so low in that part of the country. It's not like being in a Phoenix or a Vegas or California, we see panels everywhere. We've had a difficult time breaking into the towns, breaking into the neighborhoods, breaking into the, the, the 300, 400, $500,000 homes, rather than someone out in the country that, you know, they buy, buy a solar system for 30 grand, but their house is worth 120, right? So it's, it's trying to craft and create our marketing and our message to break into a different group of people and talk to them about the benefits uh, that are for them and it's just something it's just something we haven't completely tackled and figured out yet.
2: So. Have you tried?
0: Dude, we have. To a certain extent, we've talked about there's a 30% federal tax credit that you can take. So we've tried going to a different demographic and saying, "Hey, do you want the best investment of the year? Do you want the biggest tax break that you could take? Average tax credits 8,000." Um, we've tried uh, you know, marketing more along those messages of saying, "Hey, uh, maybe not so much saving, saving, savings, but let's talk about this from an investment standpoint. Let's talk about this from um, a long-term standpoint and why you want to do it. But any rhetoric around how many,
2: how many different creative? So you said you built it on Facebook, then you expanded. That's right. When you won on Facebook, how many different creatives, pieces of creative, right. a video, a picture, a you know? Did you have in that execution?
0: You probably. At this point, a couple dozen. All video ads of me, two to three minutes long. Did you out. know? Educate, educate, educate. If you wanna find out more, if you found this intriguing, click below, we'll reach out and do a free energy consultation.
2: And so what about for the three to 400,000? Yeah. How many different pieces of creative?
0: Um, we pretty much did the same thing across the board. And so- The same
2: amount, but different messages?
0: No, not necessarily different messages. Well, but we, we, would do, we would do different messages to an extent, but we would serve them to everybody. Um, that's the problem. Okay. Different message, different audience.
2: The end, end. right? Like anything in life, like, enough of a scale of a psychographic or demographic that it's worth your time to make the creative, Right. and as many as you can. Like literally, the best way to sell to me on Instagram is to make a New York Jets reference. That's the truth. It's my actual religion. I will pick Jets over everything, family, Religion, money, <laughs> jet's over everything. <clears throat> it's a truth. Now that's not a lot of people. So like put, betting the farm on jet fans is probably not the right move. But I'll tell you that what you need to do, first of all, here, and this is gonna be the answer for all of you, everybody should take away from this. There's the written word, there's pictures, and there's video. And then there's what you say with those things, and then who you target. When you get great at that, everything changes. The Vayner, the company is going through a big transformation, a new kind of strategic pillar-based. Uh, did you guys, you guys saw the post I made, the Gary V content model, the 88-page deck? Did, you, did that hit your guys' radar? If it didn't, you should see it. It's a very, like, it's probably the most love I've ever gotten from the internet because I think everybody deeply understood that I could have that people not like not me, but people like me would charge 1,500 bucks for that ebook and destroy it. Um, I, uh, I highly recommend you look at it, but it is the answer to your question. Yes. Like if you live in Kansas City, like look, if you're a 45 year old, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a great example because of the hat you're wearing.
0: Right.
2: If you're targeting people in Missouri of higher net worth that are of, and you target 42 to 63 year olds, and you make a reference to the 85 World Series, it's going to work.
0: Gotcha. Makes sense. And if, you, and, if
2: you, and if you layer Cardinal fans and say one thing, or if you layer Royals, it's either that was the greatest or that was some bullshit.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
2: It's striking emotion to capture people's attention, right? Mm-hmm. For example, when you make videos and you're lucky, you're using yourself, and you're looking in there and you're like, Fort Worth, Texas, I've got to tell you. Cool, let's film again. Right. <laughs> Kansas City, Missouri, like, <laughs> and then you run it against that. Yeah. You know, somebody from Scottish or, you know, Wales background versus an American or versus you are saying to yourself, you're tapped out on what you've got, we gotta go younger. Getting four influencers that are cool to actually wear that to start the process of getting 22 year olds to even consider it because right now the consideration is that's, well, you're not going to run that ad against a 68-year-old Scotland Scottish boy. You're going to run it against, and so like, it's it's super important. Like, I'm already happy that you had dozen or dozens, which is already way further along than most. But it misses the mark. I, I literally think that you should have four to eight thousand pieces of content between written word, audio, and video, right. and running a hundred-dollar ad against it versus a thousand-dollar ad against 12. It's reverse. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I want you to pay more for your CPMs, because it's more expensive when you go more narrow, but you're actually converting on what the fuck you care about. I'm thrilled that we're paying $22 to get somebody to buy this, because the math works. Right. But marketing companies, Vayner itself, others, people that are, they want it to be $7 CPMs, not 22, because that seems right, but then it doesn't play out, because it didn't mean as much to them. Right, So even hearing your four demos, like every one of those demos needs its own creative pillars and then within it, psycho and demographics. There's a big difference between the stage mom and the actual girl in it. And they need to see something different. Are you kidding? So like this is about, the the word of the day is in perpetuity. Words, pictures and videos, in perpetuity.
0: Got it, never stops. Never stops. And by the way,
2: by the way, just even looking at you, and this is not a joke. Yeah. Maybe you over-index with Urban, right? And maybe you need somebody else making videos. And, and I would love to know like, how many homes is the, is the wife or the woman, the decision maker? She's gonna need different shit. Yeah. Like you can't make a video that's like, yo, bro. Yeah. But that's exactly what you should do for a 29-year-old single guy. Sure. Like This is the problem with, by the way, back to America, everybody just wants it to be blue or red. There's just a million different variations. That's how you actually do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, and so like, you okay. know, can't point. say hey bro to a highly liberal 29-year-old in San Francisco. Yeah, right. So like, all those things you know that works for you in a MAGA world. There's subtleties within it. Right. And then. Duh, 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 duh,
0: Makes sense. Good, good feedback. I have one other question. I asked this earlier, but. You know, we're at 80 people right now. Good. We've done that over two and a half years. It's a lot of growth. Um, You know, you're at 800 something people now. Um, We took a little tour this morning, checked out things. You've been able to keep your culture intact here. Firing. Just rolling, right? And so we're hitting a stage now in our organization where... Now there's people coming through the door that were two or three layers removed from me now. I don't know their name anymore. Yep. I'm seeing people that I'm like, oh, I don't know I should know that, I don't know that guy anymore. Yep. More policies and procedures are getting introduced. Yep. Like we're feeling that happen. How have you been able to grow your agency like this and keep that culture? Firing. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> You're not gonna know their names. You're a human being. You're gonna lose. Like I don't have the relationship with number 200 to number 800 that I do from one to 200. That's okay, guess what, news alert. Not all kids have the same relationship with their parents and there's only one or two or three, well, two or three, right, like, yeah. it just is what it is. Like, my parents love me more than my brother and sister. I was the first born, you know, like, it's just that's the way just it is. Fact.
0: Yeah.
2: It's facts out here. What I mean by that is don't dwell on that and that crushed me, I took so much pride in that, but that's not a winnable game. Right. Yeah. What is a winnable game is firing the 80 people that are the OGs, the three of them within that, that don't like change, are playing politics, know there's a, you know, when Ken knows Sarah underneath him is more talented than Ken, Ken starts the process of eliminating Sarah. That's what you have to look out for. Making sure the 50 OGs, the 20 most powerful people in your company, are playing for the logo, not for themselves. I laugh watching my most senior executives jockey for themselves. I'm untrickable on that. And they and I, sometimes I let them get away with it for two years. It's fine. I'm doing what's good for the logo. But like, if you're not doing what's right for the logo, your time will come here. Just the way it is? Yeah. And that's what you have to focus on. Good deal. Cool.
0: Appreciate
3: it. i um, be interested in your insight of things shifting in our business where it was pretty traditional. You had different competitors, everybody was buying online. Now well, I'm looking and going. Wait a minute! Things are shifting. People are wanting to sell their own costumes rather than going through us. They're going to Facebook groups. They're going to Amazon, perhaps Craigslist, eBay. It's
2: Individual stuff. people.
3: Individual people. Not it's
2: not been, not people that have already worn it on a flip. More actually, I'm, I'm well, well both both yeah, yeah
3: both and so the it's like yep. mom's gone rogue. On
2: no, no, it's exactly. I love. First of all, I want to tell you something. I love you because you're right. Yeah. it's a good observation, and it's a great thing to be thinking about. Only thinking about because it's a huge issue.
3: And opportunity. Correct. But that's why I'm trying to figure out, wrap my head around what's the direction because I'm about to put money into redoing a website and I'm going, it doesn't feel right to do it in a traditional way. I feel like it's like Airbnb where people want to sell their stuff and i got to be the person helping them manage. There's
2: two ways to do stuff. it. There's two ways to do it. You're being very smart. Let me throw two things at you. One, yes, here's your problem. If you decide to be a platform instead of a retailer. Yep you need to make sure you have a partner or a very senior person that's super incentivized who has platform DNA. Right. Like I watch people all the time. When I, uh, my hairs go up when I hear I'm starting to build a tech platform two years ago. I'm, Cause this is what smart entrepreneurs like you and I do as a mistake the first time I did it, the first time you go into tech. You don't realize now you're in the tech business right. and you need a tech partner, not somebody you hire to build it.
3: Right, right.
2: So a so. couple things, that's one. I'm gonna throw you in a different place that I think is super interesting to think about. You're right, so now the question becomes the other thing you could do, which is definitely more in tune to where I think you could go, because I think the first way you'll have to make that big of a decision, which is okay. You may start a separate company with somebody and do a 50-50 JB and still have this. There's a million ways you can go about it. But the way to combat what you're dealing with is quadruple down on brand. Mm -hmm.
3: And that feels right too.
2: I mean, you would need to quadruple down on brand because there will always be the person who, you you need to make people feel like, no, no, this is the one I have to buy. Like this is the brand. Like that's the ultimate. Like Nike is never, like you're always worried, you're scared, you're being smart, but like like, people are gonna buy it. Like you have to be the brand. And so you have to go from a utility. This is what, you know, it's funny, back to your name, you know, like all those people that built websites that were so literal because everybody cared about SEO and search. And so their company was called, like, you know, hardware tools The problem is, once Google, which is where we're at now, became mature, and it wasn't just about math, and it was about brand, and I know that's where we're going to go, and we'll get back to you. Like, you know, all of a sudden, they had to build a brand, and their brand being hardware store utilities is not a brand. So you have to triple down on brand.
3: And I think we're representing a lot of brands, so our brand is like taking care of those brands and pushing those brands and getting. It's more like taking care of the person who needs a thing.
2: Well, let's talk about that for a minute. So you, as a retailer, are selling other brands.
3: Yeah, I mean, we're we're doing a consignment costume. It might be a wise, then, it might be, a, you know, wish come true. It might be. Do a you it's a do
2: lot of different do things. you or have? Own brand. Well, that's where you just beat me too. So I would quadruple down yeah. on your own that's brand, true. like quadruple. If I was still running my dad's wine business, I would probably take us to 35% private label and I think they're probably at like 2% right now.
4: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. It's the only place you can go in the long tail of the internet. Because those brands you just mentioned, their strategy for the next decade is to go direct and not have you involved.
3: Yeah, but they're also Going cheap too, which people aren't going to want their stuff. So it's an interesting dynamic where you kind of go wherever they go.
2: Yeah, wherever they go, where I promise you they're going to go is direct to consumer. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Why would they give up the margin? Right. The friction's been eliminated. Right. Right. So that's what I think you have to do. I would highly recommend going heavy on content around your own brands, Uh, paying influencers to wear your own brands, put your brands. You know, you're, you, have a couple, you have multiple brands that you're private labeling, or well, one, or?
3: It's one brand, Good. but it's a little confusing. Because it's it the same
2: name? Plainer. So what, help me.
3: No, well, when we originally saw it, you know, we thought, you gotta go after skaters, you gotta go after dancers, you gotta go after, you Got know, segmenting our, our I understand. market. understand, yep. Well, that's a lot to manage, Yes. And so, <laughs> you know, maybe that wasn't the right strategy. So, we had Encore Costume Couture for the costumes, Crystal Couture for the, you know, overall stuff, and Encore went under that. And it's kind of like, are we confusing everybody? Do we just pick one? Do we just go Crystal Couture Costumes
2: and- And, But Crystal Couture Couture Costumes is a retailer that consigns other sub-brands, right? I'm saying you need to create a a brand and call it like, yes. Like when you go to crystalcouture.com, like the featured dress is brought to you by a brand named Dolly Doll and that's, you own that brand and you try to make Dolly Doll Nike.
3: Yeah, and I guess we do that to a certain extent because all the consignment stuff is under Encore and then we have um, Couture Design by Crystal Couture. Which is
2: when you say, say under, are those are separate.coms or when you land on the website?
3: It's separate.coms that have the same website. I we see. We lead with costumes and one and we lead with our other stuff. I see. One. So the, the content is all. Awesome.
2: I think you should As a If I if I bought your into your company and we became partners, our first meeting would look like this. I think we should create a brand mm-hmm. like K Swiss, like a comp, not yep. like a like a brand. Yep. Uh, and make a great fucking dress or costume or whatever it is
3: yep.
2: and fucking m- market the shit out of it. Okay. Sounds
3: fun.
2: You know, it's the evolution from going from retail like to going to being the product. Yep. Cuz that's what the internet's going to force. Yep. One way or another. Yep.
3: you it either.
2: You know? Cool. Thank
3: you. You're welcome.
4: Well, um, we we dominate the inventory on our on our business, and I want to upscale my business to selling things that we don't have.
2: Tell me what you're dominating, and tell me examples of ideologically what you would like to
4: okay. add. What we dominate is on the heavy equipment industry. Um, what does that
2: mean? Like what? Give me literally. Like a, like a, a dump, dump truck.
4: Um. We specialize in concrete pumps. And how much
2: is a concrete pump?
4: It, it varies on size and capability. Like 80 to 500000
2: yeah. From $80 to how much? No, 8000 80, 8, Yeah. To 500000 Right. And how much do you buy them for? Uh, 10 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if how are you are and the reason you're able to find them like just in that world how are you how are you marketing or what's the funnel or why are you why did you guys get great at it is it social media ads is it direct mail is it phone calls is it knocking on doors like what is it
4: well it's product and demand. When you know in Mexico, yeah. don't, they don't manufacture those kind of equipment. Yes. So they're in the construction company. They're always looking for those kind of equipment. So we started advertising in Mercado um, Libre, which is eBay in Mexico, and um, we started doing um, our platform, which is our website, and that's how we first started selling our equipment. So now, of course, you go to auctions to pick them up, right? We we do we do US, some auctions yeah right we do some auctions and the way the the way we started our, our business model was okay we started uh, dealing with a lot of dealers you know starting helping them with their old equipment that they wouldn't take in right yeah so we like hey, we'll we'll take your junk we'll buy it yeah we'll buy it for cheap and then you'll you'll uh will take some money. money yeah to to put into the new equipment and that's how our strategy love started. that yeah and um. We came to a point where they started uh, financing, you know, the equipment. Uh, take it, pay in 90 days.
2: I understand. So, so I what do you what do you want to sell now?
4: I want to sell equipment that like that I don't have. I want to open the umbrella to our customers. Say, okay, we don't have this on inventory. Okay, but we have an option that we're going to participate and this. is What's going to come out? Are you interested? And I want to. I want to I want to get customers to feel comfortable shopping what we don't have. I understand. Right. So well, that I think they can feel in touch, right?
2: Yeah. So I think, I th- well, can they feel in touch the other stuff because they come somewhere physically or are they watch looking at it online?
4: Well, first of all, first of all, they contact us on, on the us phone via phone, and then if we get some interest, they'll fly in because we sell our market is nationwide, right? They'll fly into the nearest airport. We'll pick them up. And then they'll get a feel of the equipment, right? So right now it's just selling inventory.
2: I mean, there's only one way cause that people have ever sold anything that they don't own and they want to make money on the float, on the arbitrage of what they know they can pay for it and being bidding for it. Right. It's it's only been done based on building trust around the brand. Right. There's nothing else. Okay. And there's a what's really amazing about today's world is like, I think you take a little bit out of what he does and what I do. I think you make collateral. Videos like like and put yourself out there and be like, how long have you been in business? Five years. Right. You're like, I've been doing this for five years, owning this business. You can say whatever the hell you were doing before. Then, right. you know, you know, you, you, there's a lot of things you can do. I mean, like, you know, you can put money into escrow. Like, you just chip away. Like, there is no magic pill. You need to make the first 50 people feel comfortable and be aggressive at it. I mean, I mean, you could put up, you could have the person put up the money in escrow. Like, there's a lot you could do. You could personally guarantee it. Like anytime I'm doing something that may feel weird, I'm always comfortable doing anything because I know I'm not gonna rip them off. Like, you know, like you, you, you should do things for the first 50 people that you won't do for the 51st person. Too many people go ideological and want to figure out the entire business model on the first transaction. Got it? So all you need to do is have examples. Right? Juan, uh, you know, and Guadalupe trusted me and he got it, right? right? And what you don't have to tell the world is like, and I put up all the money on escrow too just to make him feel very comfortable, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be, but you're, I mean, that's just the way it is. This is no different than when I tell people to do shit for free at first. Like, well Gary, I'm worth $5,000 an hour. I'm like, says who? If you're worth 5,000 an hour, you should be getting lots of hours and getting paid 5,000, like, like the market decides. So I think if to build trust, create less risk, and you see? Right. right? And you can do a million different things. I don't know your cash flow. Like, you know, there's a million ways to do it. Maybe for the first time ever, you open a credit line to help you do the first move. Like, there's a million ways to do it. As long as you know you're not gonna take somebody's fucking money and run off, right? I always tell people, like, if you're on the right side of your intent, you should over deliver for the first customers because your you're, interests are aligned. You're trying to you, you're trying to create examples for other people to trust you, and so thus you're willing to go further, you know, financially or credit or sign something you would never normally sign. I do it all the time, to this day. So I mean, you know, with K Swiss or with HarperCollins, I mean, with it's funny to see the snakes or something. It's really funny. I don't remember but either my last case was deal or my last book deal basically I was on the hook like I had to hit it and basically I just said to myself well just buy them and give them away if I have to like I'm not going to screw the partner
5: right
2: I'm not going to be happy I'll lose money but but I wanted the example
4: Also another question on um, on another note how do we build our budget um, for marketing like on Facebook, on social media, how how do you take that number?
2: You guess. You guess with a number that you feel great about if it goes to zero. So if that's 10,000 bucks and it goes to zero, you learned, what can you afford to lose? You know, on Facebook for me at this moment and all of you know what I feel about it, what can you afford to lose? but it comes into making, remember, the biggest reason people lose on Facebook is they make one piece of content and they target broad. Got it? That's the reason people lose on Facebook. One piece of content and target broad because they act like a big company. I'm gonna make a commercial and I'm gonna target 18 to 35 year old dudes. That's my favorite part. Has anybody ever met an 18 year old and 35 that are super, they're so not different. Like just by common sense, an 18-year-old guy and a 35-year-old guy are two fucking different dudes. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yes, of course, you lived it. You know exactly what kind of fucking idiot you were at 18. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: the one piece of content you put out that hit me was the uh, things like a media company. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm a media company that happens to sell kills. I love you. Um, trying. And what
2: happened when you started, make, when you made that switch, what happened?
6: I decided I had to kind of go all in with Facebook. I said, okay, we need an actual, we are a now 14 person company. As of a year ago, we were like a 10 person company, so.
2: You added those kind of people. I'm doing what I can. And um, did you also go more into content? Did you go more into the TV show versus the commercial? Because yeah. that's what happens, right? When you understand you're not, you're selling by doing brand, you go from being QVC to being Game of Thrones.
6: I hit the, basically I took one of my sales guys and said, okay, you do vlogging on the side, stuff like that, you're down my marketing department. The great news is, I'm also the marketing department, so I get to tell you what to do Good. every day. Love that. The. Um, uh, so we're doing a Facebook Q&A, Q&A live session for an hour and a half, first Friday of every month. We take each individual question, chop it up, have content for the full month. We take those, long tail yes. titles, put it yes. on Google, yes. strip out the audio for podcasts, so we're yes. following the model. The model. Um, we're actually putting a second story on our building to basically house a television studio um, and expand. The question is, we're doing a, we're going to be redoing the website. Right now it's just strictly an e-commerce website. We have a bunch of little toys for the customers to play with. The Tartan designer, like a mm-hmm. tour of our mm-hmm. store you can walk around. Um, the, the question is, should I leave the media stuff, all the free content that we're putting out, live on YouTube, and everywhere else, and then have our e-commerce site be a black hole? Or, like, people just come there to shop, period. Or should I try to be, you know, post the YouTube, or embed the YouTube? I understand what you're saying. Try to put that kind of stuff up on there.
2: Both will work. I think when people open the can of worms of deeply integrating all this media into their websites, it gets convoluted, and they get, most people suck at integrating content into their websites for commerce, so I'm very comfortable and you not, even though you have all that collateral, because it's really like, let's play it out one more time, Nike markets and then you go into a store and buy it. There is that separation. I'm not against it. I'm also not against you having a little bit there. I'd probably, I'd be more excited at being a product page level content play than a landing page level content play. See what I mean?
6: Yeah, we're thinking about putting some of the videos into the pictures so people can watch a video and Q and A kind of thing there. Uh Uh-huh,
2: that's what I think. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, that's what I think.
6: The similar kind of follow-up question. We, you know, the outfit for buying a kilt's anywhere from a few hundred bucks to 1,500 bucks or so. Um, We're teaching guys who know nothing about this generally. Our customers are generally very uninformed and we are happy to do that for them. but it is a scary kind of concept for you know, you're know, you a guy buying a skirt.
2: Yeah, wh- so. wh- why do people do it? Heritage. Period. Yeah. Fucking knew it. Exactly. Anybody else?
6: The, I'm German. I did it just for fun.
3: That's how it
6: started. No, I get it. The, um, I get it. That's a, the gay community, there's, it, like, there's a lot of subcultures in it. Um, the main, the bagpipers neck and kind of stuff, island athletes, the main one is heritage, uh. Um so the question I have is, we're kind of thinking about other types of content to put out on, uh, you know, for video. Do would it be a good idea or too hooky to do a invite customer in and say, okay, I want to record an entire package sale, soup to nuts, where I gave little hints and tips and tricks during the entire process. And I'm not a salesman. It's more like, okay, tell me your budget. I want to maximize what you can get and the versatility within that. I'm not trying to you know squeeze every penny out. Um, would that come off? do you think it is too sales pitchy? Or would it kind of like no, instillate the fear?
2: I think it would do a couple things. One, I think it would open up a different world to you where people look to you more as like a business and sales guy, which could lead to certain things. Look, I think intent trumps everything. So like, I'm not worried about it being too salesy if the intent is it to not be too salesy. Okay. You know, I think the interesting part is like going deeper into the four or five biggest subcultures and making sure you're creating enough content for them. Because heritage makes so much sense and feels like, felt like to me is like, damn, that's got to be the business. But when you start talking about other subcultures, demographics, psychographics, you know, you know, sexualities, things of that nature, you want to make sure you have enough content filling those pipes.
6: Do I put that content out organically on Facebook? And if so, am I, because my, No. I would alienate certain
2: demographics. Yes, you know. of, I'm very aware about, yeah. of America. <laughs> uh, I would run at, first of all, even if you didn't have the political undertones that we have today, you shouldn't do it because it won't convert. And the media's underpriced. See, Google's not underpriced anymore. It's properly priced. That's why it has a different strategy than Facebook when it's underpriced. No, you, you run ads, okay. which is the right way to do it, period on Facebook, because organic reach is super low anyway, but the ads are underpriced. So the people that are losing on Facebook are emotional that the organic reach is down, so they're checked out. Meanwhile, the ads are underpriced. Cool.
7: First off, Gary, man, I love watching you think how you go so quickly from being in your head back to your heart, going through your experience, that transition, you look up real quick. It's <laughs> going right out. So. Thanks, Fascinating man. to watch from the psychological aspect of things. Uh, two-part question. Um... One part about finding talent, another one about developing the marketing aspects of the businesses. All three of my businesses are the same business, they're just doing different jobs. I understand. Angle, right? um, originally started off with me being the brand. I was the face, I was doing my What to Do Wednesdays videos, question and answers, all these things. Being in a person to person interaction, the rest of my team was get left behind. Mm-hmm. Because I'm the face and brand, everyone wants to go to Ryder, let's go see Ryder. Now i got to start going, okay, go see my specialist in this, see my specialist in that. My talent pool in my industries are very small. In New York State, we graduate maybe 200 acupuncturists every year. Now, that's not 200 good acupuncturists. There's probably three or four that are good. How many actually have the quality, the charisma, the characteristics, that heartfelt compassion, that desire to grow, that don't want to do it on their own? Try leveraging the schools. I'll give you a first opportunity, top five grads, immediate job placement, trial run in six months they wanted me to come in and teach for them. I don't wanna leverage my time teaching for them for that downplay, or do I?
2: Well, I think, you know, first of all, I haven't listened to enough yet, but very quickly when, one, I wanna make sure that it's not your ego that's making the pool small. Mm -hmm. But if, let's say you're right, and that pool is that small, and even to your point, even if it was an ego and all 200 were good, that's still not the biggest pool in the world. I think I liked the fact that you ended your sentence with, or do I? Because it's almost like as you're asking the question, you realize, fuck, if my vulnerability is this thing, then yes, there's a lot of things maybe I'd rather be doing, but there might not be anything more valuable than my time on that because I'm in the vulnerability of that pool. There's a bigger question, which is even if you got the top three every year, you know, employees by nature uh, are always a vulnerability when you're at the vulnerability of an employee skill set. So the model becomes the thing you have to scrutinize.
7: Sure. Now for me it's a matter of really the opportunity cost of it. Like I get I it. The, the acupuncture practice been around now for about five years, pretty much self-autonomous. It's growing on its own if I take a step back, I took a six month kind of step back to see where things yeah, grow with the administration and three months it started dropping, by three months there was a notable decline. I was like, okay, I gotta reel this back in and be on the forefront again and get the leverage moving.
2: And when you say at the forefront, consumer facing or back of the house operations?
7: Both, both going out doing the marketing, meeting with doctors and lawyers. The
2: three companies, mm-hmm. one more time, acupuncturist.
7: Acupuncturist, CrossFit Gym, CrossFit yep. and and I kind of put those two together for my personal and corporate results coaching. So I do digital coaching, video content.
2: And do all three companies sit under one LLC?
7: Um, there is one LLC that holds them all, but they're all three individuals. Or like that.
2: And does anybody have any equity in the individuals?
7: I right, have one partner for the gym. Got it. what equity and capital.
2: Understood, um, I mean, look, when you know back to what you deal with by you know you, you you rodeo like you know when you have too many ideas like it's all about having people in place that can execute sure. and and understanding what their incentives are.
7: Sure.
2: Some people are incentivized by money. Some want the fame. Some want and vacation. Really go,
7: that my second part is development marketing. I'm like every hat, right? You yep. know, like and I take one hat for off a little while, and everybody was like, oh well you know, we don't wanna keep on with the educational videos, we don't want, so we don't see the value in doing that and being the, you know, the industry expert I putting the information, the content, the education out there, the entertainment for them. Do I hire people to be fronts for that? Do I hire, do I just force people to be like, hey, this is what you gotta do? I can't be in front of the camera and look at a doctor's entry and treat patients at the same time.
2: Well, I think one thing that so you, you need, to, yeah, there's a couple things to think about. Number one, you know, like, building personal brands as, the marketing play is only something that people are paying attention to now because it's hit the zeitgeist, but it's not the right answer all the time. Sure. Like I don't know, MetLife doesn't use the CEO of MetLife; they use Snoopy,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? Like, like you know. So, I look. I think it's a very it, first of all, a lot of people stumbled into it. There's what's going on on Instagram, which natively makes it about that more so than other platforms. Um, I. there's a lot of ways you could do it. Like to your point, like you can hire people that want to do it or you can start thinking about building it more about the brand and making the marketing about the brand and the brand promise. Equinox doesn't have Ernie Equinox in their content.
7: That's kind of what I've been doing. I'm pulling myself out and moving the brand itself. But it seems like I'm the only person that wants to try to capture content. Like my practitioner is like, hey, I want to be here working with the patients so yeah, why don't you have- I'm t- having a camera person with them and them being on film. I'm the only person like, hey, put me on camera. Put me in front of 400 people. I'll talk to them, let's go. It's playtime play for me, you know? When, when you
2: say camera, uh, not live, just to capture the content to be able to do something?
7: Yeah, originally I started with the uh, same kind of thing with you, with D Rock and having people follow me around. Um, and it didn't work out for us. And I had actually got hired by somebody that you had sit in this room a couple months, a couple of years ago. Attorney, her memory, Kung Fu guy, boxer martial arts around
2: man. Um, so he stole your D Rock? Yeah, he stole
7: my D Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, really he's a good, good, good buddy of mine he's really good. Is he? Yeah, it's good. the kid's great, yeah. yeah Do good. you want me to steal him? No, no,
6: uh, Jason, Jason, right? Jason, Jason, Jason. Yeah, yeah, Jason. Jason's just a
2: killer. Yeah, the Jason's, Jason's the video kid? Yes. Do you want me to steal Jason?
6: <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just to? get him, get him back.
2: I'm just gonna get him just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> just to settle the score.
0: Exactly. Get me Jason's info.
2: Jason's really good. Get me Jason's info. <laughs> I'm literally gonna steal Jason. <laughs>
7: there you go, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the Jason, it's just
2: one big meta thing. You come to four, you come to four D's and Jason just moves around. <laughs>
7: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, how do I, how do I get these teams of specialists in their field to realize that they're, they want You don't. Big.
2: You don't. The reason I win a lot with people who are either celebrities or on their first day when I help them, when, if I have time to talk to them, is because I realized something a long time ago, which is you can't force people to do things they don't want to do and expect success. Yeah.
7: There's
2: a very specific reason my report card looked like it did this morning when I posted it. Yeah. Like, you're not gonna force me to do that. And more importantly, you don't wanna waste the energy convincing. I believe you, I believe, believe you. So you either A, now hire going forward where the upfront promises this is a disproportionate video recording environment. And, and by the way, if you with a personal brand put this out, here's what I would do, because this is what, you make a face, front-facing video on Instagram saying, I'm hiring practitioners in this craft that love being on camera as well, because that is my macro thesis for my business. Two things are gonna happen. You'll get deal flow. The people that work for you now may actually raise their hand and say, you know what, change my mind. Gonna take that camera.
7: Yeah, and that, that's a possibility. It's yeah, like, and, and by the like, way, and or, yeah. An amazing not. thing they're happens.
2: An amazing thing yeah. happens when when you put pressure in real life, not in thesis or words. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna watch see watch that watch videos, video, changes, and they're yeah. gonna be like, they're gonna decide if they want to be there or not. Sure. And some people might not give a fuck, cool. and be like, cool. Let's see him hire somebody better at fucking whatever craft than me. And then you do, and then it plays out. I would definitely, definitely do that. What's that brother?
7: comes
2: down to meritocracy. 100%, and here's the good news. We're going through this at Vayner right now. I'm looking at James and Mark, like we had this big meeting and I was like, like in the beginning and the end, I was like, look, I'm changing the direction of our creative output and our strategic and creative output. And it's super okay if you don't agree with me because I know it's fairly rogue. And so like, come and see me and I'll get you a job doing what you want to do for more money somewhere else. This doesn't have to be bad back to person. I don't want bad I just don't want to go to business yeah. I'm definitely I'm in charge of running the business so I'm going to change the direction and you know you're a hockey player I just and we've been playing hockey and now I'm saying we're playing basketball not everybody's going to transfer that skill and that's okay and I think that's what you do yeah. you know it's okay that they don't want to you just know it's super important for your business and you're going to do it
7: that's what I would
2: do that I would definitely do I also think that you should um, I also think that you should definitely hire, uh, how, are you running ads?
7: Uh, Google, Facebook, yeah.
2: Who's running them?
7: I'm, I'm, I was managing ads, hired my buddy to start doing it, and he, that's what he does for a living. So. Got
2: it. And do you have any sense if he's good
7: or not yet? His history in, in business is he's my business mentor, he's, he's got his shit together, he's far younger than me and more successful than me, so. Yeah. I take a lot of my advice from him and a lot of it's been <laughs>
2: And he loves to run quant ads?
7: He loves to run ads, he loves to be very successful and he's willing to put his nose to
2: the grindstone and figure things out. And. Listen, you know, you've seen on video, one, you've seen in person, you, you, in you can't, today. you guys can't <laughs> run enough Facebook and Instagram ads. Yeah. Now, it's better that you do it well, <laughs> you know, but know that every industry has a well for now because it's so underpriced. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can tell me from kilts to fucking $800,000 fucking drills they all exist there. I think, I think LinkedIn is super interesting. I brought it up earlier. Like, I think there's a version of that there too. And as you can, and again, this is back to psychographics. So it's, you know, a MAGA or an extreme liberal are different on Facebook than they are on LinkedIn. Right. If, you know, you guys hung out a little bit last night, mm-hmm. right? Like it's a different vibe than this is. This, we're in an office, we're having an you know? You had, you had business talk last night, but it's a little more casual, a little more tequila, right? Like, like, you know, and so the context of the room really matters. And so all of a sudden the video you put on LinkedIn, like we, we are starting to get mature. I'm looking at Caleb now on my team, you know, like we're starting to get mature about like, okay, like. You know, For example, I mean, you guys know I'm, I'm so respected by my fan base. Of like, and he hasn't wavered and he doesn't curse, he d- continues to curse, he hasn't stopped, even though. But meanwhile, it's just black and white obvious to me that I could be much further along on LinkedIn if I just add beeps. And guess what? Nah, fucking beeps.
4: <laughs>
2: like, it's not super complicated. Try to win out here, and like, you know, LinkedIn's an environment psychology wise that. There's dramatically more qualitative feedback in the comments of like, this guy curses. I loved what he had to say, but I'll never listen to him again. And listen, I don't have the audacity to enforce my will. Like, I'm gonna be me as a human. I'm not gonna stop cursing, but in post-production, we're gonna fucking beep. <laughs> Got it?
3: Yeah,
2: man. So I, I, I do think that, um, I do think you have to, you know, what, here's what's tough for entrepreneurs is turning into executives. It's rough, and so it's about trust, mm-hmm. it's about eliminating ego, it's about being really good at firing when you make the wrong call, which really is hard, especially if you're a compassionate, empathetic person. Yeah, but...
7: It's, first talk,
1: it was so tough, it's gotten easier.
2: <laughs> it does get easier. I've just sit on things for two years, now they're six months, you know? Like, <laughs> but they should be one month, and that's just the truth.
1: So we are the, the B2B company here, right? Yes. So a lot of what, what we've had some, I think, epiphanies over the last year where what we sort to see more and more is the content is boring as shit, yep. right? If you look at it in our and, like, it's,
2: and it's And it's quietly all sales driven.
1: It, oh, not, not even quiet, yeah. it's like you know, there's always the barrier. <laughs>
2: but even the people that try to fake it and like show something, if you like sniff it, you're like, ah, oh, that's a sales, yeah. Yeah, exactly, you're gonna start. E-books. It's like free consultations, fuck you. Yeah, you, know what I mean. so, you know like yeah. You know what I mean though? No, it works, yeah, it. no, but you know what I mean? Like like no, no, it is, no, no. No, no. but like, you know what I mean?
1: So basically what happened is in about May, we started to look at the content, right? We're producing eBooks, we're a consulting firm. So what do we do? We look at, like, oh, you produce these documents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we look at engagement. Right? And so we put together this GDPR ebook, right? Yep. It was fucking epic, right? It was yeah. so good. The engagement, terrible, right? Terrible, everyone downloading, it's all middle funnel people anyway, people already in our pipeline, or really junior people. So are like, started listening to you, right? And started to realize like, wait, I'm not scaled. I think that was part of it too. We're a consulting company. I started the company at first when I started it, I didn't name it Dunlap Consulting, because I wanted to say, hey, I wanted to build a company, I wanted to build a brand, right? But what I've realized over time is, maybe that was wrong, right? And so what I've looked at is when-
2: It was wrong because it was the proper point of view of many in a world that doesn't exist anymore.
0: Right.
2: The internet is a much bigger thing than people realize. And so to your point, where you went to was like, wait a minute, right, I was playing under rules of a yesterday Right, keep going. It's
1: exactly right, right? And I, and I wanted to build If you look at like our consulting world, you've got the Bs and you've got ones and twosies, right? Yes. And I always wanted to build a company, right? Was too young to try to build some lifestyle. Yeah. Um, in May, we just said, all right, well, fuck it. I'll just start posting myself on LinkedIn, text-based posts, just talking about the things that we're doing. I think we were, I was always very hesitant. I'd push everything to scale. Scaled is doing these things. Scaled is doing these things. And instead, I just started to talk about the things I was doing and then by you know people figured it out and i think we started to see at least a path forward for me on linkedin right talking about makes sense. things We've got lots of posts that are getting makes sense hundreds of thousands of views thousands of likes so like we're starting it's huge. to figure out it's we're great. to figure out some things there are
2: you running paid on linkedin yet
1: mm-hmm.
2: cuz it's got that floor pricing and it feels it's expensive like
1: 55 60 cpms right so
2: yeah but you you can get super narrow
1: yeah
2: I mean, think about yeah, it. You can, you can target an HR director in the concrete industry. Like, yeah. like you know, there's a reason it's $55 CPMs. Like, you can get to, like, do you know how great in a B2B world knowing the title of the person that's seeing it is? You mean perfect?
1: Yeah,
2: 100%. So you should 100% test, Yeah. yeah. like I tomorrow. Agree. Because again, and here's how it works. This is where people fuck up. Pay attention for some of you. If you've decided, we haven't tapped into St. Louis, business, I'm making shit up now, uh, in the insurance space, the opening video, right? You know we're about to go. Hey St. Louis insurance dealers, <laughs> it's me, yeah, Dunlap, exactly. let's go. Like, you know, like, it, you can't imagine what those first three seconds mean, and you can't imagine when you make the video after you know who you're targeting. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think the other piece we're trying to figure out is Facebook and Instagram. Right, for B2B, right? So we are a sales consulting firm. Real quick. So we've been thinking about that too.
2: Don't, like one of the things that's really bothering me is you don't have to do everything. You don't have, you don't have to win on Instagram. The, the, watching everybody try to win on Instagram, mainly because it's the most culturally important platform and they're really doing it because they want to be cool in real life, not for business, is like the funniest thing I'm watching like it's not like i'm like you don't need to win on instagram just run Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever it may be, but yeah. they're doing it because it's so cultural and they want to have 5,000 followers. But it doesn't, well,
1: like. You, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're saying I have to buy the, it's the cheapest, so for our mind Yeah, bro, but, hey, but why, this is why, this is why I now? keep,
2: this is why I have to keep, like, I look, I think you can ironically win on Instagram. I, it's so fucking cheap that it is worth it. The truth is, though, you have to squeeze the fuck out of the thing that's obvious before you can even begin to think about the rest. Let me give you one that will work for all of you. I don't know if anybody here has started running pre-roll YouTube ads based on Google search queries, but that's incredible. Actually, can, can somebody do me a favor? Chanel, can you go ask the media team what the exact terminology is around that? Yeah. Can you go ask Garen like, to find out? I, don't, I, I always say the literal, I, I don't know what Google's calling it. Yeah. It's when you are able to run pre-roll on YouTube, Based, based on people's search behavior. behavior. So like literally people searching for, I'm, like consulting help yeah. for my accountant, like, like buying, like people are searching, buying a drill. Mm-hmm. And then, then that same person is going and watching soccer videos, but then you show up and be like, hey, are you in the market for a grill? And he's like, oh shit, I am.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you know? It's like spooky shit. Yeah. Like that spooky shit is based on that. Yeah. That's the best one.
0: Great. That great. And the people yeah. that did
2: well on Facebook video, it, they make that, understand, right? Yep. So it's the intent-based, video brand-based. Mm-hmm. So think about all, right, you see where I'm going. So mom's going to watch like a, like a clip from her favorite show last night, but you pre-roll in and 30 days ago she was searching dresses. Yep. It's a great product.
1: What are, what are some of the macro trends you see in B2C that are going to infiltrate B2B in uh, the future, 2019,
2: 2020? In a, I'll answer you in a different way that I think is really what you're asking. I would heavily lean into HR dynamics. Sales teams are vulnerable because of human things. You will win sales, people, if you made a video of why you should fire your top salesman, it will go viral. It'll crush. Crush. And it starts like this. Your top salesman, he or she's a dick and it's making everybody else suck and you're fucking letting him and her get away with it because you like the numbers they're bringing in but they're destroying your fucking company. Let me save you time. That is 97% of SaaS companies' problem right now.
0: 100%.
2: That shit will go. Vu- yeah. Let me tell you what happens with that video. You target that video to HR executives on LinkedIn and pay their high VIG. If she or he has the juice in the organization, you're going to get a lot of fucking business. Yeah. Because they're sitting right now pissed because they know it's a vulnerability, and your video is going to give them the oomph to go into the CFO's office and say, This game's over. Sarah, CFO. I'm done. We're firing John tomorrow.
1: Yep. How do you think about it so far? So
2: human truths is the number one white space in sales right now.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah. Dude, I mean, we're seeing that, and the interesting part, text based, text based, non-image. I dude, see it. We've been on LinkedIn, it. killing it.
2: We see it too. Now, what I'll tell you is, don't like. So I see it too. We see it on our LinkedIn, but we're still doing more video. Here's why don't just pander to the platform's algorithms. If your currency is you know, getting more views, what a video does is it builds more brand.
1: Right, 100%.
2: Got it? Yeah. So I'm losing the LinkedIn algorithm, but I'm establishing more brand. Yeah. And, I'm willing, and I mix it up. So don't just become one dimensional on what's working. Uh, there's so much of that going in on LinkedIn right now. People are scared to try new things because certain things are working. Right now I'm getting the least kind of stuff that I, like engagement and views for the last two weeks after the best week I had, because off the momentum of the best week I had, I said, you know what? I'm gonna fucking take my own advice. I'm gonna, I'm on a roll right now and every video is getting a million views. Let me put up stuff intuitively that I don't think will do well to learn from. Yeah. And it hasn't done well. But the little lemonade clip did super well, and that wouldn't have been something I put up yeah. before, because that's just fun, lighthearted, not what I do. I'm like, okay, the human stuff, gotta think about that, opened up a new concept. So you see what I'm doing? Like, As soon as something works for me, I try to destroy it. And what most people do is they become vulnerable to it.
1: Right. They only
2: do that. Something works and they lean all in, right? And what I do is I never let something have too much, I will never die because Google slowed down. I will never let Snapchat destroy me. I will never let Twitter, I'm so diversified, right? Written, audio, video, first in line, my own CRM. I've got your text numbers, I've got your email. Email, text, got it?
1: What about the difference between like Vayner and you? Meaning like when you think about on LinkedIn, for example, right, and how you. I bring, top,
2: you I bring, of I bring top of the funnel awareness to the agency. A lot of people don't want to work with Media because they don't like me, and a lot of people want to work with Media because they like me. But the net's better than not doing it.
1: 100%.
2: <laughs> audio, I would start a podcast yesterday.
1: Yep.
2: Audio matters. And what's really great about audio is you can have somebody on the team transcribe the audio and make it written content for you on LinkedIn?
0: Yeah.
2: The fucking, did you see the deck? The 80, the, the get. yeah, you will, you need to look at it. All right, I will. It's, you can Google it right now, Gary V content deck, or I don't know, something like You're well on your way. Now let me, I can just, let me tell you the real answer you're looking for, more. It will go away. Did you do Google AdWords in 2003 when you started?
6: Yes, uh, no, not, not quite. Like 2005? Five, six, yeah.
2: Crazy stuff, right? Yeah. Not as good as it is now. No. The end. See that reaction from her?
3: Yeah. It will
2: go away. Yeah.
3: It was a waste
2: of time. It will go away. Because everybody on earth is going to do social media, yeah. which is going to raise the prices. Yeah. So, you got something? That's the reason I've exploded this last 18 months. I had that conversation with myself. I'm like, okay. I talk about publicly regretting that my dad's liquor store wasn't 200 million because I didn't run enough Google ads. I'm about to do the same fucking mistake. I'm at the top of my game in the thing and I'm gonna fucking be pissed. So fuck it, let's go from four to 20 people. Let's fucking go all in, let me be. And you guys, you know, I don't know how long you guys have been following, but the last two years are very different than the years before that.
5: For sure. Um, Fun industry, dance competition. Everyone's kind of all about it in our kind of world. Um, B2B, uh, average, ticket, um, to 50 grand. Um, average ticket, 20 to 50 grand.
2: Average ticket, 20 to 50 grand, B2B, dance Explain.
5: competitions, um, we don't take our money from like the dance, uh, from the parents. We go to the dance studio. So that's kind of like where. Uh,
2: you enable a dance studio to be in the dance competition business. Correct. By them paying you 20 to 50 grand. To compete, correct. To compete. At, at
5: events, right.
2: Because the studio enters. Correct. I say, and then they do whatever they do underneath. Right. Whatever the fuck they're into. Exactly. Make a big, not make a big, whatever. Yeah. Okay.
5: Um, from there, so we're an events based company, about 180 events. Um, so right now, our social is mostly just for the kids. We really don't have a strategy to say, hey, so and so dance studio, come register with us. It's mostly just entertainment. Good. Right. So, um, which does. How many
2: interest. dance studios are there?
5: Um, there's. Uh, so just in our. Um, Database, there's about 10,000. Love it. Studios.
2: I'm gonna give you an answer that I think is a B idea for you but an A, B for everybody else that I haven't gotten to and then I'll give you some others. Mm-hmm. Using Facebook and LinkedIn to create in-person events is unbelievable. And I know that would make sense to you and it's gonna make like sense to you. New, my favorite thing in a new neighborhood and clearly in sales, I would use wine because it's authentic to me. There's also golf, there's also other things, those two are really, really good. Uh, but running ads that say, please, you know, this is back to prospecting, I'm hosting a dinner at this country club or I'm putting on this, and you go macro. So let's use you as an example and everybody will take it from here. You pick an area where there's a lot of dance studios so you can run ads at a lower cost. And you'd say, hey Phoenix, uh, I'm, we're hosting, and, and it's video, it's very authentic. Back to like right. in front of the camera, you're like, I'm gonna be in Phoenix. We rented out a wonderful room in your awesome steakhouse, Johnny Steakhouse. I saw the great Yelp reviews. I've been wanting to go there. Uh, got some nice food and wine, and we're gonna be putting on a 20-person uh, dinner where we're gonna talk the state of the union of dance studios. Opportunities in social media, how to make more margin, what's happening in the macro trends, how the TV shows have affected us, what's happened in the last 15 years. I've been in the family business for, th- my family's been doing this for 35 years. I've been running it for 15, da, 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 da. Uh, please fill out the form, and I will pick 20 of you, can't wait to see you on November 19th uh, at 8 p.m. That's your video, the, the copy has all the information and has a link, it's a Google form. The Google form has questions. One of the questions, first it's like name, studio, revenue, employees, whatever the fuck, but one is an open-ended question where they have to answer it that will give you insight if you think you can convert them.
5: Awesome.
2: You, you spent uh, you know, 500 bucks on the Facebook ads, you pick up a thousand dollar tab at the end of the night, mm-hmm. and for fifteen hundred all in, you've got a captive audience where you're the host of the I call it the high school party concept, yeah, right Like whoever was the high school kid whose parents traveled around or didn't give a fuck that was able to host the parties, <laughs> coolness grew dramatically because they hosted the party mm-hmm. so like you watched a lot of people be nerdy freshman year and then become popular because they figured it out and they, their basement was in play so the cool kids needed it so they by osmosis got a little cooler.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: And the worst versions are they woke up and realized they were taken advantage of and the best versions is it worked out, right? <laughs> so like, but that was it, right? Yeah. That's what I want a lot of you to do. I want you to host the event in a B2B environment or high ticket B2C. Yep. See where I'm going? Yeah. That will work. It's superhuman. It's incredible networking. The people that are gonna sign up for it are exactly right. Like, they've gotta take time to fill out the form. But like, your personality can shine through and be like, hey, what's the worst that can happen? You can get a free meal? Like, you know, right, it's right. really fun. It will really work. I like
0: that.
2: It will really work. Lovely. And then again, everybody here is their own person. There's some unique things like, Maybe, you know, come and learn how to rodeo. Maybe somebody here is great at tennis and that's what they want to do. Like, like as simple as like, this is where I want you to have interpretation.
5: It's literally keyword targeting within adverts.
2: Keyword targeting within adverts Because yeah. you can just.
1: Because you can, it doesn't like have to be do. specific to. YouTube. keyword.
2: Yep, cool. Um, maybe when Garen comes in here right now, we can show like the URL that explains it. Okay. okay. I'll, I'll, I couldn't find it. it no worries, Randy. no yeah. worries. Um, Again, if you're a great tennis player and your concept interpretation of what I just said is doing something called like Doubles Tuesdays and every Tuesday you find three people and you're one partner with one, you know, like, be you. But the most simple like white label one is just like, here's a dinner on the State of the Union of our industry. And all you are is a curator of like, maybe one of the things is like, what do you wanna cover? Like, you, you don't do anything. Like, 20 people have filled out. What, what question do you want asked in the room? Good, you take the 15. You don't, <laughs> right. you're literally, like, all right. First question for everybody. How come mortgages are going up? Like, it's the easiest thing to do.
5: Definitely.
2: See where I'm going? Don't even have to create the content. I love
5: it. The other one is uh, paying influencers, but they also compete. So it's like trying to stay... Um, neutral. Neutral, yeah. Which has been a hard one, because we had one um, influencer who she was killing it on our views and just, she was reposting, she was commenting and it was going great, till she also won, like. (laughs) And then all of a sudden it's like she won because of.
2: I think that's a vulnerability for you. Yeah,
5: definitely.
2: I don't think you should, I think retired players, Mm -hmm. players that aren't in it, but yeah, I do think that's a vulnerability that you don't need. Right,
5: right, right.
2: I just would not, I would just like take that very seriously.
5: Yeah. Um, And then the last question that I have is kind of just posting, uh, since we have content, we don't lack content, dancers. You have unlimited content. Photos and videos galore.
2: You have unlimited content, what you need is a post-production machine that creates contextual content.
5: So with that is, all the music that the dancers are choosing are...
2: Popular songs. Yeah,
5: and it gets taken down. Or we get dinged on uh, YouTube, for it, or we go mute on Facebook. So right now we've been going heavy on story because they yep. don't really take it down.
2: Cause them. short period of time.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, any suggestions on workarounds for that or?
2: The rules just, are the rules. Just go for it. You know, you could put up stuff and just wait till it comes down.
5: Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing.
2: You could do stories. Yeah. You're doing the right stuff there. Awesome. Here's what I would say, back to the thesis I want to leave you with. When there's a cute little Asian girl dancing, that clip should be targeted to Asian parents. You have unlimited content, thus you should be the last person that isn't doing contextual, creative at scale.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Got it? Love it. I mean, it's just, it's the craziest thing. Like BET over indexes with African-American viewers, cause they're in it. <laughs> I mean, like who watches Tulamondo? Like, you know, like like we have to become marketers like that. Right content at scale, ads, you know what you're targeting with your money, then you make the content. And most people make the content and then run ads. Got it? Awesome. We are under indexing with SaaS products around finance. Now I'm gonna make content. We are not winning with 400,000, everything. Let's think about every cliche we can think of.
6: Right.
2: How much, how behind or on time am I? Uh,
6: I gotta get you out of here
7: and I'd love to a group photo for you. Okay. That's right. What's
2: the time frame that you're reviewing that content? Is it
0: like the day that you posted, 24 hours, a month? It depends on
2: what your metric is. To Nick and to Brad. It depends on what your, once to Nick, once to Brad? Yeah. Uh, it depends on what your metric is. If he's trying to sell kilts, he's gonna fucking know within 24 or 48 hours, he's gonna watch it. Be like we didn't convert any ads. If you're trying to build brand, you're looking for engagement, qualitative engagement, I like this guy, I hate this, you know, like, right? What are you looking for, Nick and Brad?
0: To Nick and the other one, to Brad.
2: Yep. That's gonna be hard. Yeah, I don't think it's, good. yeah, cool. Uh, you know what I mean? It always depends, like, it's a very weird, ver- it's the micro version of the macro answer I gave him. Winning is happy, not making more money because you focused only on the tech company. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Like, you know, you know like, what, what are you trying to accomplish? And by the way, it's okay if that shit changes. You know, 27, you might need money or a boyfriend or a girlfriend. At 34, you might wanna have more white, white work-life balance because you have a child now. At 41, you might need more money because you wasted your money after you had a good... Like, It's okay for it to change
0: daily. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. I just wanna remind you to please drop your comments slash any feedback or questions you have for Gary in the Spotify comment section down below. But if you're listening on other platforms, you can tweet Gary, at GaryVee,
3: your thoughts, questions, comments, and anything in between.